Welcome in to the Football Monsters Podcast. Your hosts are today, Caleb and Devin. Devin, how are we doing? Doing good, man. How are you doing today? Not too shabby, I guess, right? <laughs> Could be Another a little exciting. bit better. Been a, been a bad week. Rough week, rough, rough week, week, you know, yeah. a lot going on in the world, a lot going on in football, you know, it's it's just, it's a crazy time. It is a crazy time, but don't worry, guys, we are here for all of your football needs we're gonna make this happen we've got so much to go over today with monster news um but real quick before we jump into all of that fun stuff hey we just want to send out our condolences to john clayton and his family um you know longtime nfl reporter and radio host has died unfortunately at the age of 67 and just very disappointing to to hear um for people that don't know i mean his nickname was the professor what an awesome nickname that is, dude. I'm just throwing that out there. That's a sick nickname. He's been doing um, breaking news for over 20 years at ESPN. And just want to say, man, I'm just really sorry. You know, friends of the family type, you know, we love everybody that supports um, is either a part of it, the NFL, or is breaking news for the NFL, or even just, you know, hosts on ESPN. Um, I just remember watching him all the time when I was a kid, being able to, you know, see the breaking news because he was always the fastest. He was like, so John Clayton was like, um, and I just lost his name. What's the big, uh, who does um, Adam Schefter? There we go. Schefter, he was like, he yeah, was like yeah. the Adam Schefter, you know, back in the day. So um, it's just really sad and disappointing to see, but best wishes to him and his, uh, to his family and, and condolences to, to everybody that's definitely going to be missing him. Um, so unfortunately now on to, um, some crazier news. We do got so much stuff to go over with monster news today, and let's just go ahead and jump into the biggest one. All right. We're just going to start biggest one here. Deshaun Watson surprised the heck out of everybody. And he goes to go and to tells us, tells yeah. us he's out, you know, we're, we're, we're Cleveland's out. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't, there wasn't a choice. It threw everybody for a loop. How I was almost mad when it happened. Yeah, but I mean, it, the biggest guaranteed money in any contract in history of the NFL. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to turn down when someone offers you 230 million guaranteed. Well, I think that's what it was. You know, hey, we're out of the running. No, we're not. Let me just give you a 230 million dollar guaranteed contract. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, so, I mean, look at that offense. You already have two great running backs. You know, mm-hmm. you brought in Amari Cooper. Now there's talk of Jarvis Landry coming back. Yep. You know, like, it, you know, David Njaku now is officially going to be that tight end one. Yep. Like that, that offense is going to be firing. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the only thing that we're going to have to wait and see guys. And we just have to throw it out there is we still don't know what's going on with these 22 civil cases, uh, civil lawsuits that's going on. There's still a chance he's going to be suspended. But I mean, this is a big deal for Cleveland. You know, and speaking of this, you know, now we have the news of Baker wanting to be out of there. Of course, he wants to be out of there. He just got, he basically just got replaced. And, and obviously, <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're granting that wish because here they go in what? They signed a one, uh, one year extension on Case Keenum and yep. then dish him out and bring yep. in Jacoby Brissett. So, I mean, they have their quarterback that's going to, you know, play through those suspensions and Jacoby Brissett, you know, that veteran leader that can, you know, be a bridge gap until Watson comes back. Yep. Actually, both of them technically could. They've both been 
decent starters pending, you know, at times. So I'm not going to say, I mean, either one of them would be suffice until Watson comes back, but yeah, Baker's got to be on the move. I know the potential landing spots that we're all hearing is the Colts, which I know you as a big Colts fan would at this point, just take anybody at the quarterback position. (laughs) So true. I mean, and the thing is, I mean, he still was a uh, number one overall pick. I mean, the guy still has a lot of grit. He puts everything out on the field. You know, he still has a lot to him. Um, Definitely some maturity issues. You, you almost want to question in here, but I mean, almost even going back onto it though, like, something I've been morally kind of struggling with. Like it almost upsets me that the NFL even allows a deal like Watson's to go down with what's, you know, all these cases. I mean, obviously there's been no guilty charge or anything like that yet, but you almost think like, should the NFL have stepped in him and like, listen, until this is all settled, you know, he's suspended from being able to be moved to be able to do anything. Well, I mean, that's, that's tough. Cause you know, the NFL is still a business, so I, I get it. Um, right. I, you know, I think, I think that's up to the ownerships and stuff like that's them. Like if they want to do it, that's fine. But I do think the NFL should already come down with something just says, Hey, until we know what's going on with these civil lawsuits, um, you know, and I think it's different because it's civil. Now, if that's these true. were criminal yeah. charges and he went through a criminal, like a full on criminal case, it is going to be vastly different. Um, but with it civil, I think it's, you know, you, you kind of have to keep moving forward until you hear something different. The NFL is waiting until these cases go through trial or whatever is going to end up happening. Like they're going right. to go through all that before they make their decisions. Um, but I, I just think it's a tough place. I think, I think it's because of the lawsuits where it's very frustrating of, you know, what possibly has taken place. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be affirm you're innocent until proven guilty, but do 22, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a good look. You know, like, like if this was two or three people, I understand, but 22 people against you, dude, like, right. There's gotta be some truth to it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's hard to say like you didn't do something stupid, you know, but again, I don't know what that is. Um, that's going to be between, you know, judges and lawyers to figure out. Cause that's not me. Um, it's never going to be me, but, uh, you know, I mean, good for him getting a paycheck and good for him to be able to get it fully guaranteed because it's not yeah, guaranteed he's yeah. ever going to play again. <laughs> right. You know, he uh, he definitely played his cards right. He uh, he did something, you know, no one expected a contract like that for sure with him. But I mean, he is very talented. I mean, obviously, he doesn't really have a lot of playoff experience, so we'll see how that plays out for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's rumor of Will Fuller possibly coming there. And, you know, we saw how those two all always hooked up together, you know, so yeah. with him and Cooper, I mean, it could be dangerous there, but I mean, kind yeah. of on that note, talking wide receivers being moved around. Yeah. Did you see Devonte Adams? Did you expect that? So here was my thing is I expected Devonte Adams to be moved. I did. Well, I shouldn't say moved. Um, I expected him not to resign. Okay. Cause I just don't, I think he wanted out of green Bay. Now it makes sense going to the Raiders. You know, I'm, I'm sure most people know by now him and Derek Carr played college football together and they were an insanely good tandem. And, you know, there's been pictures circulating of them together and, you know, their BFFs and whatnot. And I mean, he's even said he's going home, you know, like cause of Derek Carr. So I, I think there was a, just a relationship there that, you know, wasn't it, he didn't have that same relationship with Rodgers and now, and and let's talk about that real quick because everybody's like, I can't believe Rodgers signed and Devonte Adams left. Look guys, Rodgers signed, but do not think that these guys were like the best of friends off the field. When Rodgers wanted to quote unquote be moved and or, and or retire, you think he was thinking about Devonte Adams? No, he wasn't. He didn't even console it. And he came out and said, 
I don't know what Rogers is doing. He hasn't called me. And on, on that, I mean, the reports have even came out now that Rogers knew that Devonte Adams most likely was going to be moved before he signed his deal. He yes. still went and yes. signed that mo- massive contract, knowing that they wouldn't be able to be br- bring anyone else in. And on top of that, a lot of people still are just under the speculation that because of Rogers, Green Bay couldn't afford Adams. Green right. Bay actually offered a bigger contract to yep. Adams to keep him there. He wanted out. He was done. Yeah, he was what's, done. And, and, you know, to me, what's that say? Not just about the organization, but what's that say about, you know, the leadership of Rogers here, you know, these yeah. past few seasons. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. I think it's ridiculous. You know, you as a supposedly a top tier quarterback couldn't keep your number one wide receiver happy on the field or even off the field. And then the organization in itself giving such a high, crazy, even a matched if higher contract. And he still wants out. I mean, I think the damage was done that Adams had to play on the tag last year. He wasn't happy about it, but he did it because he knew he'd get a payday, which he did. <laughs> let's yep. let's preface that, dude. He's almost a $30 million wide receiver now. I think it's like right. 20 and a half. <laughs> like, I mean, it's an insane deal. I mean, he's making some quarterback money now, you know? Yeah, yeah, so I definitely. Get that. Um, but yeah, man, I just think, you know, and as somebody that grew up kind of a Packers fan, I just want to throw this out to everybody. I'm kind of getting ticked off with the Packers. I, I am like, I, I want nothing to do with them right now with how all this is going. I think it's stupid that Rogers took a $50 million deal or whatever. Like, I think that's ridiculous. I think Adams being able to be moved was good for him. Bad for the organization. Very bad look as them in a whole. And I do want to say on top of that, I do think, I know I saw some reports, but I haven't been able to confirm it, but did, o, did Odell actually sign in green Bay? Uh, I don't remember if he signed. I know they said that it's looking like he's yeah. uh, going there. I don't know if he's officially signed yet. I, I, I don't, can't find I, anything official, but he's, correct. Sti- you know, and then everybody's like, oh, Dell's going to go play. No, he's not, dude. He's out for like nine months yeah, know, or whatever with his knee injury. Yeah, and so, that's the thing. So many people are wanting to like compare injuries to Cam Akers right now, you know, even with um, Michigan's defensive end or edge, yeah, you know, just yeah. going down, yeah. which I'll talk on that later too. But like, and nobody has a quick recovery like acres. Like acres is just an absolute, you know, freak of nature with that. Like yeah. that's insane. That was turnaround lucky. time. Yeah, yeah, that was luck. That was all luck and all him and just really good trainers and just, you know, at the end of the day, a blessing, you know, for that. Guy, right. You know, exactly. Like, so we can't keep comparing that, but to another insane thing, another insane thing. What the heck? This Christian Kirk contract. Are you serious? Pro yeah. or against it? Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like everyone's talking about how they upgraded, but like, to me, I'd rather have DJ Chark than Christian Kirk, especially Christian Kirk at that kind of money. Yeah. I, I, um, it's, it's so hard for me because I, I want everybody to go get paid. Right. I, I do. I want everybody to make their money, but I just feel like someone that's not really proven anything, right? Like if he's not proven anything, he's a, he's a glorified slot receiver and he just got a number one receiver money. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like a top five in the league at a wide receiver position money, which is a number one. Like, can you, let's be honest. Can you see him going to Jacksonville? Now don't get me wrong. I love Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a great quarterback, but can you see him going to Jacksonville and all of a sudden being a number one wide receiver? No. I agree. I (laughs) honestly, even if he's their wide receiver one, when everything's all said and done with the other receiver, you know, core that they kind of have, which is still not not great. 
mm-hmm. and you know with Et- Et- um, Etienne coming back. Yeah, Etienne, um, bro. You know, Get right. Etienne. Yeah, Etienne. Sorry. <laughs> you know, with Etienne coming back, <laughs> you know, it's I just I don't see that offense really firing anyways. You know, like it's just they're they're going to have moments, you know, but I don't think they're still quite there. And I mean, are, are, is Christian Kirk even going to be a top 15 receiver? Like, is he someone you're going to try and target in the first three rounds of your fantasy draft? No. You know, like I, I'm I'm be struggling to pick him up even in round seven. Yeah, man, I kind of agree with you there. I, I, I mean, I don't plan on, I mean, he might go a little bit higher than that just because of the fact that they plan on utilizing him as a number one, but, but it's just hard. It's just really hard. Like I'm not overly excited. And I think it's just really stupid of Jacksonville to give that kind of contract. Cause you could have kept DJ Chark at that point. Kept DJ Chark. You could have went after like, you know, Robinson, you know, there's, right. there's plenty of options that you could have done that are, I, in my eyes, better than Kirk, you know, who knows? Maybe they see something in them. Maybe we're wrong here, but I just, that kind of money for a guy like Kirk, I just, I don't see it. Right. And speaking of Allen Robinson, he was signed by the Rams, which was an absolute shocker to me. Yeah. I definitely did not see that coming. Um, you know, you already have the, one of the best quarterback, um, wide receiver duos in, you know, football, which I mean, mm-hmm. let's face it, Stafford just does that. You know, him and Megatron held yeah. all the records. You know, now him and Cooper Cup have done this. Like, you know, he's a great quarterback. You know, I think it's time he finally is getting that recognition, you know, and I'm glad to yep. see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Robinson coming off of a dud year there in Chicago. Um, I see what he did here. You know, he wants to revitalize that career. He wants to show he's still a star and we're better to do it than, you know, with someone like the Rams when, I mean, you saw what even, uh, what Van Jefferson was able to do, you know, in little moments yeah. and he's nothing yeah, like the, uh, an Allen Robinson. Right. Yeah. I, for, so my thing was, is signing, signing Robinson basically told me that Odell's definitely gone then. Right. They're not going to resign Odell and then have, you know, Robinson as well. So I think Odell's gone. And then that also means to me that, you know, Woods was going to be on the move and which we did see, you know, Robert Woods was traded to Tennessee and only for like a six, a round six pick, rounder. Which, they stole him. What a joke. Yeah. Um, this guy is amazing when he's healthy now. Yeah. He's coming off an injury, so we don't really know, but before he got hurt, he was, a, he's incredible. And he, and the thing that is, he's really good at are the things that you don't always see. So like, yes, he can catch the ball. Yes, he can get downfield. Yes, he's a good route runner, but he's an amazing blocker, which why he fit that offense so well. Mm-hmm. And he's a great team leader. Those are things you just don't always see because they're more, you know, behind the scenes type stuff. He's going to fit that offense extremely well and they're yeah. going to be super happy. Yeah. And, you know, you know, they tried the Julio project. Obviously, you know, that didn't quite yeah, work. Didn't. Julio being at the end of his, you know, his rope, he just can't stay healthy. You know, as long as Woods can bounce back from this injury, I mean, he's going to be a great fit in there. He's going to be able to, you know, do some great screens and blocks, you know, to help with that run game, which is already dominant, as well as just help it open it up more, even more for A.J. Brown. I think this just boosted Brown's ceiling so much. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's going to be excellent. I think, I think it worked out for Robert Woods. I hope he does an incredible job down there. And again, I think Allen Robinson is going to be fine with the Rams. I just think it's weird to have Cooper cup, Allen Robinson. Like that's just, a, <laughs> yeah, like it, it's, it's crazy. And the cra- um, the crazier thing about it, 
Woods, Cup, and now Stafford, oh, and Akers are all still tied into contracts for the next, what, two or three years? So, I mean, we could possibly mm-hmm. be looking at a three-peat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? I doubt it. There's right. some teams that got really right. good. <laughs> There's a lot of teams, but, you know, you know yeah. we'll see. <laughs> and, yeah, that defense didn't improve. You know, no. and we'll see. They're still lingering, seeing as if Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Donald's going to come back. But um, real quick, guys, just a heads up. There's a podcast to some friends that I want to give a shout out. It's called We Used to Be Friends. Um, it's an amazing podcast, man. Uh, I, w- I just want you to listen to this quick, uh, quick little uh, thing that they did for us and um, give it a listen. I'm Tracy from the podcast. We used to be friends. I met BJ and Josh in high school, and from playing cards to spending hours playing basketball or home run derby together, or wolfing down tacos, we hung out a lot. Over the years with life, marriage, death, divorce, a pandemic, the three of us actually consider ourselves to be accountability partners and brothers. Inspired by trying to live a life according to our faith, we explore current topics, share funny stories, all the way to what's happening today in our lives and around the world. We do book studies and interview people like Mitch Albom, Kansas City Royals general manager Dayton Moore, and Grammy-nominated Crowder. We're going to make a ton of mistakes, but we're learning how to be better. And we'll talk about it on We Used to Be Friends. Yeah, man. So, guys, again, just go ahead and check out that podcast whenever you got time. It's a really cool podcast. I've been talking with the dude, Tracy. He's just an amazing dude. Um, They've got some really awesome people that have been on there to kind of listen to and just give some amazing advice on. So really just go give them a, go give them a quick listen, a a good like on all social media platforms as well. But jumping back into this, uh, another thing that you called, by the way, Juju signed with the chiefs. Yeah, I've, uh, I mean, I'm actually surprised he didn't last year. I think that might've been, you know, big Ben, you know, maybe like, Hey, this is my last year. Like, let's, let's, let's do this you know, kind of one last, yeah. you know, hoorah. Um, but I mean, it's just been kind of one of those things in the workings, you know, for the past couple of years. Um, and I just, it, he fits there. Um, you know, he's, he's just a very good like slant. He's going to be able to give some downs, uh, downfield speed as well, you know, next to Tyreek as well as just kind of switch it up a little and just kind of help relieve a little pressure from Tyreek and from Kelsey just to kind of help open that offense up. And I mean, as we've seen that, that division's not getting easier. So, you know, the, no. we, we knew the chiefs had to do something to try and help, you know, be able to keep that offense firing on all cylinders when that defense, you know, even though they've done some improvements, that defense is definitely their weak point. So they want to make sure they can keep up scoring wise. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about the AFC now keep in mind guys, the AFC just got way more dangerous that AFC West did (laughs) between our last episode and this episode. And I dude, guys, I took the initiative, man. I was looking all over the place. I wanted to know, and you guys tell me if you, if you disagree, but I I'm dude, I'm very, very confident in my answer on this, but I wanted to know what the most dominant division in football and history was as far as not only just talent across the teams, but at the quarterback position and mostly at that quarterback position. So you're looking at Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. Now keep in mind. Okay. Out of those three, Derek Carr is the worst quarterback. And why I say worse, he's an excellent quarterback, Yeah, <laughs> so like, but he's by far the worst. Um, I shouldn't say that the, the least best, I guess I should say. Yeah. Now, now outside of that though, he just got to Fonte Adams who, who, 
I don't care, is the best wide receiver. Yeah. I'll put him over Tyreek Hill. And in all honesty, <laughs> I like if it's between if it's me, I'm going Darren Waller at the tight end position over even Kelsey these days. Like so True. you know, like that, as long as he stays healthy. Yeah, that offense is just it's it's terrifying too. Josh Jacobs, you know, running the ball. Like yeah. I mean, the the Raiders have a team. Yes, and they got a defense. Yeah. And so like the the point of all this to say is I don't think there has ever been a division ever in the history of football that is like this. I don't, I don't care. You can try and prove, you know, all you guys try and prove me wrong. I love to be proved proven wrong, but I just, I can't find it. There's not all four teams. You cannot look at this division and say all four teams don't have a chance. Yeah. I think, and in my, and again, we'll go into this on our deep dives later, but I think the chiefs are the worst team in that division. Uh, no, agreed. because of their defense. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I think every other team's got a solid defense and a good enough offense. So it's going to be very interesting in that whole division. And we'll see what Juju is able to bring to the table. Cause I want to see Juju get back to, um, what was that? Like 2018 when he was with, uh, or 2017, right. When he was with Antonio Brown, just lighten it up. Like, and, that, and that's and the thing. Just, having that elite number one is when he really steps up and really steps in, you know, cause he's not really yeah. a one, he's a better number two receiver. And, you know, yeah, he's, obviously Tyreek is a great wide receiver one, him and Mahomes mm-hmm. have that great rapport. So, I mean, Juju, I feel like is going to step in and do it do re- very well. Definitely one that I would uh, look at targeting in your fantasy uh, leagues this year. I just, I feel yeah. like he's just going to have, you know, um, I, I feel like you're going to be able to buy low on him just because of, you know, Kelsey and Hill still going high. And I still feel like he's going to be one that's going to produce well in that offense. Yeah. Um, next thing, just wanted to throw it out there. DJ Moore did get a nice little extension, three year extension. Um, good for him. I mean, excellent wide receiver really needs to get a quarterback. I, don't I was going to say, going yeah, there. yeah. Is, is he going to throw to himself? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he probably could figure it out. Right. Needed, but, um, we don't know what Carolina is going to do. Obviously they're probably going to take someone in the draft, but again, I'm not a fan of any of these quarterbacks being quarter, uh, being starter ready um, in their first year. So we'll see if Sam Darnold, or maybe if they make a move and, and grab a Jimmy G or a Marcus Mariota, or even a Baker Mayfield, if he decides to go there, but yeah, um, just throwing that out there. Now here's, a, here's a guy that I'm, I'm saying go all in right now. Uh, Dynasty trade for him. Um, th- give him, a nice boost coming into uh, redraft leagues this year. Raheem Mostert did sign in Miami. Here's why this is significant. It is significant because one, he's actually a very, very good wide receiver. <laughs> I think, I don't think enough people give him um, credit when he is healthy, how good he actually is. But the next thing is, is Mike McDaniels is now the quarterback in Miami, our quarterback is the head coach in Miami who used to be the offensive coordinator in San Francisco where, Oh yeah, that's right. Raheem Mostert was. So it makes a lot of sense for him to go to his former OC um, to basically kind of revitalize how good he actually is. But keep in mind when, when he is healthy, this dude is dominant. He was dominant down in San Francisco. And I don't, I have a good feeling Miami's going to take the same approach. Super Run fast. First. Yeah, super fast. You know, he's he's definitely got some crazy speed if he can stay healthy. Now, yes. with you so buy heavy on him, do you not feel, yes. what, Chase Edmonds going there? You don't feel that's going to affect his value any? Or do you think that helps him with that tandem or what? Yeah, I, I, it is going to be very interesting to me to see who's going to take the first snaps. Um, we will have to kind of wait. I think that you're going to be able to buy him low enough that it's not going to take a ton to, you know, you're not going to have to give up a ton to be able to get them. 
Um, but we'll, we'll kind of have to wait and see, especially in dynasty guys is he's not going to cost you a lot, but I would go and stash him now. Um, I do like chase Edmonds. I just don't see why you bring in a guy like Raheem Mostert who can be a three down back where chase Edmonds cannot be a three down back. I don't care. All you chase Edmonds truthers, the dude can just catch the football really well, but he cannot run between the tackles. Yeah. So I, I think chase Edmonds going to be your third down and those two are going to be the split which is going to make it very interesting to see what happens to Miles Gaskin. All of you Miles Gaskin owners should be scared out of your minds right now. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm surprised he hasn't been cut. dropped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to get cut. Like, I don't see how he's going to stay there and get any work. You know, so going to be very interesting down in Miami, but I, I am all in on buy Raheem Mostert low right now because I think it can really, really pay off some dividend again if he stays healthy. Uh, next piece of news. Um, we're still in waiting this. I thought it would have happened by now, but Jameis is expected to kind of resign with New Orleans. Um, I haven't seen it. Have you seen anything change on that, by the way, today? No, the only thing I've kind of seen today is it's still between New Orleans and I've been hearing still the Colts name as a possibility for him as well. Yeah, I'm expected him to go back to New Orleans. It would make a lot of sense for him to be able to do. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. And let's um, be honest, sneaky, he, he gets Michael, go, he gets Michael Thomas there. I mean, look, we, well, everyone's forgetting yeah. about him because of stuff, but I mean, he's still going to be one of the top five wide receivers when healthy, you know, especially with a big arm, like Winston throwing to him. Yes. hundred percent agree with you on that. I just, hopefully he can get back to actually Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, another sneaky signing. Um, and then we, uh, two more sneaky signings, I guess. And then we'll go over to our big question of the day. Um, James Washington signed in Dallas. The reason I find that a very sneaky uh, signing is James Washington's actually a very good wide receiver. He's a third round pick out of, um, I think it was Oregon state. Yeah. Cause he was a Mason Rudolph wide receiver. Yeah. Um, so I think it's sneaky because again, you know, they've got CD lamb now cause Amari Cooper is gone. CD lamb, Cedric Wilson is gone. Um, Michael Gallup is there at the number two and he slides into the number three. And I think that's interesting because, and Pitt, he was kind of more always as the number four guy. Um, I think this is going to give him an opportunity to get downfield. And with Dak Prescott, I think it could be very interesting um, to kind of see how he fits into this offense. But I think it's very sneaky. Stefan Gilmore ended up going to the Raiders. Good signing for the Raiders. Again, just another piece in that puzzle out there in that AFC West to kind of see what's going to happen here. But big news, not really big news, big question, Devin. This is what everybody really wants to know. Is Julio Jones done in the NFL? Man, we got two elite guys, you know, and AJ Green and Julio Jones, you know, you think back to yeah. their prime, you think, man, does anybody do it better? You know, they were, you know, just magicians at the trade. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, obviously Green didn't really face as much injury. You know, he just kind of slowed down. Um, you know, yeah. I, we're, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. But Julio, he just, you know, he went so hard and he gave his all every single year when there was no one else in Atlanta really to do anything, especially after Roddy white retired. And so, you know, Julio just, he put his body on the line and, you know, we're seeing the repercussions of it, you know, obviously, you know, Tennessee went ahead and, you know, cut him, you know, saved a lot of space there. Of course, part of the Robert Woods thing too. They knew they were going to get that, you know, no need for Julio. Um, I don't know if Julio wants to hang it yet. I could see him. Um, I hear Matt Ryan's uh, uh, asking for a three-year extension. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. to see him end up back in Atlanta, especially with that absolutely empty wide receiver core. 
um, you know, Julio could step right back in and hit maybe, you know, have one good, you know, final year or something like that with uh, Ryan again. But yeah, I just, I don't know if he's quite done yet. I don't think it's kind of like T Y Hilton, you know, you think they're going to be done and you, you think they're going to hang it up, but you know, it's the love of the game. Look at Brady. You know, we thought he was done. You know, they just, they just, they, they live for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Um, it's going to be very interesting moving forward to, to kind of see what's going to happen there. Um, I look at it this way is, I mean, amazing talent, absolutely incredible talent. Um, it's disappointing because you don't want to see him go. You don't want to see somebody as significant as Julio Jones not be playing football. Um, but at the same time, it's like, dude, he's, he's having so many injury concerns. Uh, so many times where you're just like the ankle, you know, like, oh my God, the lingering ankle. But I mean, this was a guy that, you know, was struggling getting touchdowns, but was always at like, I feel like any year he would have 200 yards in, in, in any game. Yeah. You know, he was always getting... 1500, 1800 yards a season and a ridiculous amount of catch, um, catches. And, you know, so it's, it's going to be so strange not seeing Julio Jones. I think if he is going to continue to play, it's going to be in Atlanta. Yeah. agree. I mean, you, you said in that wide receiver core, I almost, I almost broke in was like, what wide receiver? Yeah, no, exactly. Like Like, it's the the Kyle Pitts show, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's like, there's literally nothing there. So I, I, I think it would just make sense yeah. you know, for him to go back there and just kind of finish his career in the place where it all started with the person it all started with. Right. Yeah. Like it, it would make a lot of sense. Um, so we'll just kind of, we'll have to kind of wait and see, man, but guys, you know, that's it for the, for the football monsters today, man. Let us know what you guys think. Where's Julio Jones going to go. Uh, do you think he still has life? You think he could even play a couple more years? Um, you know, I think it's getting a little bit interesting to see if it's going to work out for the guy. Um, but we love Julio here and we really want him to continue. Um, but guys, again, thank you all for taking the time to listen to another episode of the football monsters with uh, Caleb and Devin. And uh, we will catch you next time. Have a great day guys. Forgotten, creeping in the dark, waiting for you.